Hello and welcome to the High Maintenance Hippie Podcast. This is your host, Ashley from Ashley Taylor Wellness. On this podcast, we talk about all things beauty, health, wellness, and optimization. Being a high maintenance hippie represents not being boxed in, as I strongly believe that one size does not fit all. I'm a nurse turned coach and I have learned so much about both conventional and alternative options and I want to help you expand your options. I'm here to inspire you to learn new ways to improve your quality of life and to take your power back. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Hello and welcome back to the High Maintenance Hippie Podcast. This is Ashley and today I'm going to do something a little bit different. It is a Q&A. So there's this website, NGL. I don't know what it stands for. Not going to lie. Don't know. But um, you can go on there and the website is ngl.link slash Ashley Taylor Wellness. And there are tons of questions that you all have submitted from my Instagram stories. I'll put a link in my show notes. And if you want to ask questions, I'll do more episodes like this if you think that they're fun and add value to your life. All right. So before I answer any questions, what I believe does not have to be what you believe. I say this all the time. This is not a cult. I don't want us to all be the same, all think the same. I'm going to be very honest and share how I see things, but I'm not interested in someone convincing me to live their way. And I'm certainly not here to do that to you or anyone else. And I think that would be very boring if we were all the same, but this will be a juicy episode. Religion, politics, things I've done to my face. Let's just, let's talk about it. The first one, do I believe in God? The answer was no for a really long time. I'm 35. When I was 28, I remember just hitting such a low point and I prayed for the first time that I remember. I think when I was younger growing up in Catholic school, like I said the prayers, but honestly they were just words to me. And at that moment I prayed, I will never forget. I was a traveling nurse and I worked at this hospital and it was right before I went into work. I think it was, I don't know what year, but I was 28 and I prayed and I said, Dear God, they say that you won't give us more than we can handle. I honestly don't know how much more I can handle. Please show me that you're here. And in a series, it actually was a dream that I had, that this snake was chasing me everywhere. And I remember being like, I'm going to kill that fucking snake. And I did. But it just, it was like when I started to develop my faith in God, it helped me to realized that I didn't have to carry the weight of the world on my shoulders anymore and that there was guidance if I asked for it and God's not literally in my experience God's not literally gonna be like hey Ashley uh, wanted to deliver a message it's more like a subtle knowing and maybe signs that happen or just praying for things to work out and things end up happening in a way that I couldn't have imagined and that was a big piece of my life that was missing. So whatever your faith looks like for you, I'm not here to judge. But I will say that I felt very judged in the Catholic church where I grew up and I went to Catholic school. I was an altar girl. And that's actually what turned me off from it. Like, okay, these are all the people who are good, but I don't like how I feel. I just didn't like how I felt. There was a lot of shame and judgment and I don't subscribe to any organized religion, but... If I had to pick, I guess I could pick one. But even in college, I learned about all the different religions because I wanted to understand how people in different cultures lived. And this is how I look at it. This will probably trigger some, but who's to say what's right and what's wrong? Who's to say? So I think of it as language. There's so many different languages, just like there are so many different religions. 
hopefully the goal of religion is to make people more loving and better people and to really think about why am I here and what is the purpose of my soul on earth? So I think there are different ways that people choose to practice their faith, whether that's at home with certain books like the Bible or whatever it might be for you, but I don't claim that my way is right. That's why I don't want to do something where a man is telling me or yeah, priests serve men in the faith that I was raised in. So it's between me and God. And I will always say that Jesus is one of my biggest role models. He took care of the sick and the lepers and just died for what he believed in. That's the story I've been told. So um, I hope that answers your question. But yes, I do believe in God. What type of water do I drink? Well, I've tried it all and I don't think a Brit is cutting it. I will say that back in the day I used to use a Berkey and I love that because I would put red food dye in to test it and it's solid carbon blocks that it has to pass through. It would take about an hour to filter the top container and it comes out in the bottom and it was clear. So that was definitely a better option than tap and I'm all about better options, not perfect options because the stress of that is not great, but I've tried a Kingan. I've tried reverse osmosis. Spring water is also great if you can find clean, good spring water. But I use a distiller from Pure and Secure. I used it for about a year and then I messaged them and I asked if I could have a discount code. So if that's something you're interested in, I use the CT Mini Countertop Distiller. My code is Ashley Taylor Wellness. But here's the thing, if you're going to use distillation or reverse osmosis, it actually removes the alkaline properties of your water. I've tested it with a pH meter and a TDS meter, which stands for total dissolved solids. And I will actually put in the show notes the one that I use from Amazon. So I'm not saying this is lab quality data, but you can get a rough estimate. And what's really cool about the distiller is that, let's say the TDS reading from tap water is around 700, it goes down to fewer than 10 parts per million after the distillation. So I know that it's removing things, but not all, not all total dissolved solids are bad, but I don't know what they are in the tap water. So minerals count as a total dissolved solid. And when I add them back into my water, I use concentrates, mineral drops, or LMNT packets every once in a while. And that brings the pH back up and it increases the number for TDS. So for me in this world, I would just like to remove everything and remineralize the water. I'm always learning and maybe I'll find something that's a better option, but that's what I use for Kangen. Please don't come for me, people. But I think the benefits from that would be more that it's hydrogen water. And I'm not a fan of alkaline water or anything like that. So I think spring water and distilled make the most sense. But as always, do whatever you want to. It's a controversial topic. I've had people really, really opinionated and heated. But I'm not telling you that you have to drink what I drink. That's just what I drink. All right, number three. Am I close with my parents? I am now. I wasn't growing up and I have so much empathy for my mom and my dad and I'm 35. My dad came into my life this year, which I never really thought was going to happen. And I was always just curious. I just had a lot of questions and to have answers is really helpful. I can definitely see myself in both of them. And I also grew up with my grandparents and, you know, I don't want to give too many details about my family situation just out of respect for their privacy because not everyone is as open as I am, but my mom and I have become super close. She's truly one of my best friends. I can tell her anything. 
And I don't feel judged from either of my parents and not everyone can say that. I don't feel that I was ever forced to be anyone that I wasn't. And just going back to religion also, when I was in eighth grade, I was I went to Catholic school and I was supposed to get confirmed in the Catholic religion and my family didn't force me to do that. So I'm very blessed to have a family that loves and accepts me for who I am and that doesn't always happen in today's world. But yeah, they're both awesome people and I can see a lot of myself in both of them. All right, this one, trigger warning. What do I think about politics? So I have voted for the Democratic Party many times, the Republican Party. Um, but if I had to say, I'm really a libertarian at heart. I feel, personal, personal opinion, that I don't want the government making decisions for me. You wanna take care of the roads, that's cool. Um, but I think both sides, both sides, they pick what they pick because they want the world to be better. I just think we trust different people, have different ideas about how to get there. Some people want the government to do more, some people want it to do less, but I don't want the government deciding for me. I believe God gave us free will, and so I'm not here to tell others how to live. And yeah, I do not consider myself political at all now. Yeah, I think the more power we can give to people, the better. And maybe there are some things that should be overseen, but typically tend to be on the side of smaller government. Okay, number five, how many stuffed animals do I own? None. I don't know if that's like a thing, but I used to collect Beanie Babies when I was little, but none. Um, all right, juicy one. What beauty procedures have I done? A lot, a lot. When I was 18, that's when I first started Botox. I shared about this in more detail on a, a podcast episode I did with Diane Kayser. But I had Accutane for acne and I was told there was nothing else that could be done and I wasn't mad about hearing that I didn't need to change my diet, although I would have done things differently knowing what I know today. So I took Accutane and then I was at the dermatologist's office and I saw a pamphlet for Botox and was told it was preventative. Okay. I don't know that I believe that to be true, so don't come for me Botox people, I still do it, but I feel like I look worse without it and I wonder if I never started what my muscles would be like. So the way Botox works is that it will slow down the movement or stop the movement of a muscle and then that is what prevents the wrinkles. So I will say it's effective, um, but I later learned that it has a black box warning and I wish I just would have learned more about glycation, microneedling, gua sha, a healthy lifestyle, just so much. But I have done Botox, I have done filler. Profound RF, that was a very intense procedure that I did in 2019. And they say it's like 30% of a facelift, but it basically shrunk my face. And I do have more skin as a result, and it can cause fat loss in some people. I don't know that I would do it again. And I will do a full episode on beauty stuff. Um, but microneedling, I've done that. Rhinoplasty, open book. I've shared about that. And Dr. Ben Talley, he did my revision. He did such a great job. And I really liked him because he'll tell people no for certain procedures. And, you know, I don't think I look that different from my original nose, but I couldn't breathe. I had a botched nose. And I also thought it would make me happy. And it doesn't. It just changes your nose. Um, I've also had an upper blepharoplasty, which is removing skin from up here. And I'm so glad I did that. I was getting Botox to keep my eyes open like every eight weeks. And when I would wear mascara, it would always get up here. And it actually made me have very squinty eyes. 
sometimes when you're older, insurance will cover this procedure. Um, but for me, it was purely cosmetic. I will totally own that. And there's a video coming on YouTube showing the whole process. I was awake for it, no anesthesia. And pretty easy and straightforward. And I've done a lip lift. And a lip lift is where they remove skin here. It shows more of the pink part of your lip. It does not add volume because I don't want to do lip filler anymore. But those are the things that I've done. I've never had breast implants. I've never had lipo. Um, I've done lasers and things like that. So yeah, I know that a lot of people don't like that answer. And my face may not be real, but my personality is. So I've done these things and I just feel that transparency is really important. And you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So yeah, that's my answers. Also, I weathered myself as a teen. I was smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. I took Adderall. I worked night shift uh, later on. And I just didn't take care of myself. So a lot of it was trying to make up for the damage that I did. But when you're young, sometimes you think, oh, I'm invincible, which I definitely did. And I love myself regardless of what my shell looks like. It does not make you happy. So if you're someone that does those things, that's your choice to make. And I think judgment, trying to shame people out of it, isn't much better. I don't think these things are perfectly safe. And I would never cut corners and get like, no offense to Groupon, but like, I wouldn't cut corners and just have anybody do it. If you're going to do it, have someone who's a professional. Um, but, you know, the older I get, I realize that a certain look might have attracted a certain type of man. And I want someone to love me for who I am, not what I look like. But at the same time, I'm allowed to change whatever I want to. And I don't apologize for that. All right, number seven, worst trouble I got into as a kid. Well, I don't think I got in trouble per se, but I did a lot of like sexual encounters. But this is what I remember, because that was all pretty hidden until I was older. Um, I stole Little Mermaid stickers from a grocery store, and my mom found them. I put them on my bedroom wall, and she made me return them and apologize, and it was the most mortifying thing ever. And that taught me a lesson, and yeah, don't steal. So that was really embarrassing. But you live and you learn. What color is my room? Uh, beige. And why is this even important? I mean, I don't know, maybe people are just curious, but I wouldn't have a bright red bedroom, which I actually did have in high school. I want my room to be as serene as possible with as little stimuli. I don't want a lot of distractions. So on the wall, it looks like ocean waves and there's not a lot of clutter, it's plain, and that is more conducive to a better sleep environment. Because if you have your office in your bedroom, I mean, sometimes you have to do what you have to do, I've lived in very small spaces, but I try to make it as minimalistic as possible and it's just for sleep and or sex if you're in a relationship. But if we multitask in our bedrooms, then it can get in the way of our brain associating that as where we go for sleep. My room is beige, light blue, very plain colors. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by Citrine. It is my favorite store for all things clean beauty and makeup. And they have a lot of other great things as well. They have classes. If you're local here in the Phoenix area, you can go into the store. It's in the Biltmore area, but online, their website's incredible. So two products that I wanted to share, and I'm actually wearing both of them right now. Kosas, K-O-S-A-S. -S, they make a brow pop eyebrow pencil. So I have that on. I don't do microblading anymore, and I'll share more about that on a different episode. Really, because if I continue to just 
have the microblading, it can damage my hair follicles. So I did microblading to get the shape and then I used the brow pencil to fill it in whenever I want to. And then Kosas, the Big Clean. This is the mascara that I'm wearing as well. And that's where I shop for all of my makeup. So you can go to citrinenaturalskin.com. My code AshleyTaylorWellness saves 10% on all orders. The exception would be the brands Therabody, Kipris Beauty, and Vintner's Daughter. So check it out and they have amazing stuff. I absolutely love them. And they could not be a more aligned sponsor for this podcast. And I'm so grateful for them and that they helped me make this happen. So check them out and let me know what you think. Last song on Spotify, You Give Me Something by Jamiroquois. I love that song. And I also listened today to Bring Us Back by Father Dude. It's stuck in my head. So I wanted to mention that as well. Number 10, IV drip therapy thoughts. Okay, sometimes it's appropriate, especially if someone is dealing with a lot of gut issues and they're struggling with digestion, but I don't do a lot of IV nutrition. Um, I do IV ozone. I've done it many, many times in my life and it's helpful for inflammation or infection. I'm not telling you to go out and do it. It's something that has to be approved by a doctor anyway. But when I had my rashes, it was such a game changer. And I don't think more is better. Some people get, you know, five pass, 10 pass. I do single pass ozone every time. The occasional B-complex and IV I like. I do B-complex injections, or at least I used to a lot. And that is to help support my body from energy, mood, methylation. But I will not use synthetic forms, meaning folic acid, cyanocobalamin. I did genetic testing in 2018 and learned about the MTHFR gene variation, sounds like a bad word, but the active form of the vitamins, uh, like methylcobalamin or folate, is what I use. And I think that's something to look into. It can be more expensive, but I do not do well with folic acid and cyanocobalamin. I actually had some reactions to it, uh, but we're all different and yeah. So if you wanna do IV drip therapy, like in the hospital, we'll give a banana bag for someone who is withdrawing from alcohol to get nutrients in. But I don't wanna say they're overrated, but I think we should try to get as much nutrition from our diet as possible, but there is absolutely a time and a place. Okay, number 11, worst date I've been on. Where do I begin? Um, I did all the dating apps, probably in my 20s. For many years, I was convinced that I was gonna be single forever, so might as well put myself out there. I didn't wanna be in my 40s and just never try. And I will say, as far as dating apps, I underestimated a lot of people that I met in real life. I'm like, wow, you're amazing, but your profile sucks. And there were people that had these awesome profiles and they were not who I thought they were. So just like with anything, you know, it's not all good, not all bad, but anyone that's gonna take me to their house instead of on a date or meeting in public, red flag, and I would say those would be the worst dates. I get it that a lot of people feel like, why should a guy have to invite a girl on a date? I guess I'm more old fashioned these days and it doesn't have to be a fancy dinner, although I do prefer when someone takes me out on an actual date, like a dinner, because I can talk and get to know them, but coffee works or just, it doesn't have to be something expensive. It doesn't have to cost money at all, but going to someone's house instead of taking me out somewhere in public, red flag. So. I don't have to get into the details, but Netflix and chill vibes, if you know, you know. Best day so far this year, question 12. Honestly, when I had fun, I went out with some college friends and I laughed my ass off. And I have become so rigid 
over the years with health stuff and just every once in a while I need to let loose and you know that doesn't mean drinking and driving just get an uber that doesn't mean trashing our bodies but just you know don't make a habit out of bad behaviors and I'm talking about I had a couple drinks the other night and that's not something I usually do maybe a few times a year and I don't think alcohol is healthy but I also felt like I just laughed and was silly and I stayed up past my bedtime, but it, it was a lot of fun. And I don't need to have alcohol to have fun. I'm just saying that's something that really stood out for me. But to be clear, why would you ever drink and drive? Even if you don't care about other people, why? Why? Um, why would you do that to yourself, but let alone other people? We have Uber, there's no excuse. Be responsible and, you know, I don't like to stay out late and do other things, but yeah, I had a blast and I just, throughout all the rules for one day. And the majority of my life, I am very mindful about what I consume. I actually just had a pre-nuvo scan, looked at my liver, everything, and it looks great. So our bodies are resilient. You don't need to live in fear of every single toxin, but also be honest about how these things affect you and me. And that's why I love my aura ring as well. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. But that's a really great feedback tool. So my scores were not so good after that, but I also feel like, it's one day. Once again, if you're striving for 100% perfection, no. And I'll do a podcast just on that topic. All right, biggest insecurity question 13, physically, my posture. I didn't realize how bad it was until I started doing these podcasts. And I'm like, that's what I look like. And I also saw on my pre-nuvo scan that I have some stenosis, C4 to C7, probably from looking down at my phone all the time. So my chiropractor has recommended, and this is free of charge, that I take a rolled up towel, put it behind my neck for 10 minutes a day, and think of it like a bowling ball. It's like we're putting all this pressure on our spine, and there is natural curvature to our spine. And a lot of us do not have that because we're looking down at our phones. So yeah, I'm most physically insecure about that. And personality-wise, I would say that like I'm such an open book on this podcast, on my Instagram, but in real life, people tell me I have a wall up. And I'm like, what? I guess I'm trying to like get a read on people, but I guess I have this like energetic armor that I don't really know is there, but when you hear it from enough people. So I guess that goes hand in hand with being a recovering people pleaser. Um, so yeah, I have a little bit of social anxiety that I am working through. Awareness is the first step to change. And it really just goes back to being more comfortable with myself and just realizing I'm not gonna be for everyone and that's okay. But that is something that I'm still insecure about, but I'm working through it. Question 14, am I seeing anyone right now or am I single? Wouldn't you like to know? Uh, love life is off limits for now. I will update when I feel ready. I was very open about the relationship that I was in for many, many years, but my relationship isn't a show and there's nothing wrong with sharing about it because my intention was always to share the lessons and how the right person will love you for who you really are. But at the same time, I felt like I was talking more about my relationship online than actually nurturing it in real life. So I'll share more when I'm ready, but that is a question that I have been advised from my therapist not to answer and just to figure this out on my own. All right, and last question. Why expose my genitals to sun in the morning? Okay, first of all, I am not here to tell you that you need to do it or that there's any medical benefit and you should never let your genitals burn. I do it solely for liberation purposes. It's, it's fun. 
you know, it's 30 seconds. Uh, if you can burn in 30 seconds, it's pretty impressive, especially before 9 a.m. So, you know, check your weather app and there's no UV, at least where I am, early in the morning. So it's just, it's just fun and silly and I'm working on giving fewer Fs. I really am. You know, as much as I am open, I still have things that I need to let go of and just not care so much. People like people that like and respect themselves. So yeah, I'm just working on liberation and that's a fun way to do it. I'm not doing it in public. I'm not like at a park or something in my backyard. And I don't know if you know the story, but the pool guy came back there one day and I was dog sitting for my friend's dog with my friend's dog. And he was like trying to attack the pool guy. And I'm like, no, I have no pants on. I'm holding the dog's collar. And it was, it was quite a scene. So anyway, the pool guy just makes his own schedule now, but I don't do it as much anymore, but it's just something that I do for fun. Once again, not telling you to do it, but anything that just helps us break the rules, but in harmless ways. Like I'm not hurting anybody else by doing that, but drinking and driving, never acceptable. So, you know, throwing out rules that are not gonna hurt other people. So yeah, that was, that was my Q and A. And let me know if you like this type of episode. Uh, once again, ask any questions, ngl.link slash Ashley Taylor Wellness, and I'll answer more. But I think it's fun to share these things. I'm an open book and I just appreciate you all for listening and letting me be myself because without this audience, I don't think that I would continue to share. And I will say that I grew the most when I started to be the real me. And I might struggle with that in real life, but I'm working on it. And this week, I'm going to the biohacking conference in Orlando, and my intention for that is just to have fun. Just to have fun, meet people, like good, clean fun. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to um, do anything too scandalous, but, that is one of the most important things for my health, I will say, is just having more fun and joy and just not taking myself too seriously and striving to be better versus perfect. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, if you're on YouTube, you can comment. If you're listening on Instagram, tag Ashley Taylor Wellness or High Maintenance Hippie Podcast and share anything that you loved or you thought added value to your life. And we'll do this again soon. So have a great day and bye for now. Thank you for listening to the High Maintenance Hippie podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast, rate it, and leave a review, ideally a five-star review if you loved it. All of this is free of charge and really helps me to be able to run the podcast. If you take a screenshot and tag me, I'll repost you and shout you out on Instagram. So tag Ashley Taylor Wellness and High Maintenance Hippie podcast. If you have any feedback or guests that you'd like to have, I would love to hear from you so that I'm not just talking at you. I really want to deliver things that are valuable. So send me an email with any feedback, suggestions, or ideas for guests at ashley at ashleytaylorwellness.com. And I will leave you with a disclaimer. Please know that this is not medical advice or replacement for seeking medical care. Everything discussed on this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. Always consult with your medical provider before making any changes. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you next time.